Welcome to Dungeons and Designers, a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals. I'm your DM, Will Churin. Let's get rolling. Hey everybody, Will here. I just wanted to apologize because we ran into some audio issues that you're going to have to deal with. And while listening to the audio for the next episode, I think some of them will carry over. But when we get to the episode after that, I should have everything fixed. Uh, Thanks for being patient. I hope you enjoy this episode with Noah Marshall. We're back with Dozen Designers. Today we have a new guest, uh, Noah Marshall. What's up, Noah? Hey. What's up? What's up? up? Uh, Noah's going to be playing a human today, level one, named Red Greenhand. And we'll get to him a little bit later. Um, it is like Christmas. <laughs> it is like Christmas. Um, we're going to start today off by just doing a little bit of recap. Uh, last two sessions, we experienced an attack on Midton where a man came down, blew down the door, pops it. That one's for you, Zach. <laughs> um, started killing people or goblins. And as you guys survived, uh, you found out that these attacks were happening elsewhere. Nazvit, the ruler of the goblins, sent you guys all to a little village where you guys saw um, the entire farmland abandoned. After doing a lot of investigation, a bunch of dogs came up on you where Fennec set the whole field ablaze trying to kill them, knocking out most of our players, but surprisingly, they all survived. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Um, After that happened... You guys saw a train in the back that were the goblins were being loaded up on. As it was taking off, you stopped it, uh, killed all the, the bandits and guards that were on it, and then uh, other artificers from Midton came, and then you guys returned as they dealt with what was happening. Does that all sound right? Yes. Carrying our unconscious friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, there were two people we were talking to earlier. There was like Finnick's friend and then another boss guy. What was his name? Nazvit. 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 N-A-Z-V-E-E-T. And then there was, oh, let me bring it up. They're not coming back today, but there was the shaman, oh, okay. the, the, the head of the artificers. I think it was Nesma, right? Yeah, it was another end for sure, okay. which we're going to see more of today. <laughs> man. Um, all right. So that's what happened in the last two sessions. This session begins with you guys waking up in the dormitory where uh, Zach had put the little spell on his locker box. <laughs> uh, you don't wake up peacefully, though. You're waking up to goblins around you murmuring and pointing and sneering at you for... Um, as this happens, you see uh, Mudwort, Mugwort kind of slurk into the back and leave the building. As you three look around, uh, trying to figure out what's happening, a messenger comes through the dormitory and goes, um, Nazit wants to see you three. Now you're going to get it. Oh, man. It's uh, all right. Fine. And I skulk off. Okay. As you guys go uh, to Nazvit's room, the long table that used to have food is now barren, and Nazvit's sitting at the end of the table, like very angry. And so, he, it's about about one week after the farm incident. Have we seen him since then? No, this is the first time. Yeah. So he's like, 
what happened. I hide. <laughs> you can't hide because there's remember, new hide rules means that you have to leave sight to hide. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in the room to hide behind? No. You can't I... stealth or something. <laughs> big open barren room. I hide under the table. Okay, you hide under the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to say, like, you'd like to see us? Or, like, I don't know, and yeah. gingerly walk forward. <laughs> um, I kind of take a step behind Yola for a second and don't look at him quite in the eye, but look down towards that end of the table. And I'm like, what, I mean, what happened yesterday? I, uh, I had breakfast and smelted some metal. It wasn't a big deal. I don't know why you brought us in here to see what happened yesterday. You, you hear a voice from underneath the table and it says, and burned a field down. <laughs> that one. One week ago, I sent you three. You four. Where's the fourth? I, I haven't seen Mugwort in like a couple hours. I don't know. I figured they went to get breakfast. I don't know. All right. I sent you guys to go just take care and check in on the goblins and you come back when our food supply is gone. A salamander runs down my leg <laughs> and hides under the table with Daniel, whose character I, name I can't remember. Change your name in the chat. Help me out. <laughs> Mr. Ranger. I, I saw one field burning. Were, were there more fields? <laughs> Anybody? At first, we thought it was the torch blade. But amongst the ashes, we found dog collars. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Did it. <laughs> I kind of look around the room. I like, I, like, gingerly grab the salamander and kind of, like, throw him back up onto the table. But I'm like, I know, I hear it. I don't look, and I'm like, I I did it. It was me. The dog, there was four big dogs. I, I did it. I, okay, fine. I burned the field down. It was me. I was trying. I freaked out. I mean, do you know how freaking big these dogs were? It was insane. They just came out of nowhere. I burned the field down. It was me. I take responsibility. I'm. I'm sorry. Good. Thanks. Great. Can we have food now? It's too hungry. Still the, hungry. The food is gone. And then you guys start realizing like all the mummerings and pointings were like people starting to get hungry and like the rumor had spread that you guys were the ones who destroyed this food source. I mean, I wasn't going down there just to have fun and burn down fields and just be like, have a party, you know, and like make marshmallows and s'mores and stuff. It was, you sent us down there to stop this thing. We got attacked by four wolves. There happened to be dry fields. I'm sorry. It was only one. What happened to the other three? Mm. Good question. So, um, what you guys saw when you were leaving was the fire was just like burning out to the sides. Yeah, and, but like, I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> right. But he saw it. Like, he's like, <laughs> not, he didn't see it. They came back to him and said, like, the fire had, like, gone. So all four of the fields were just burned away. Mm. And Nazvi goes, because of what you did, you will not be responsible to get the food. Um, down south of the mountain, there's a lake called Lake Stromer. There we have Nithar Greenhand, an ally of the Puxi, and he will help you get the fish that you need to bring back. I like uh, kind of creep out from behind the table, underneath the table, and I kind of say, so if that's what you want uh, Fennec to do, what do you want us to do? And I kind of point to Yola. <laughs> None of you put the fire out. 
You're all going to get the fish. Okay. I didn't know there was a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it hit you pretty quick, huh? Yeah. (laughs) That's right. You were, like, out immediately, right? (laughs) Yeah. Just, like, woke up in the dorm. (laughs) Well, I help carry our friend. Um, So, um, he gives you a map that, like, tracks out south of the mountain. Maybe a half day's journey down with your cart that will get you to the Lake Stromer. And on the map, you'll see, um, so there's a, a road that comes south from the mountain, and there's a circular city right on the edge of a lake. But the lake is huge, almost like Lake Ontario, like multiple dozens of miles, if not hundreds of miles in either direction. Okay. So he says, uh, do not wait, get in your cart and go. And um, you see two more guards come in through the backside where you guys had entered, and they open the doors and just look at you. I don't say anything, but I grab the salamander and go to get the map from Nesvit. Okay. He hands it to you. And I have a question also. We saw a bunch of goblins in a train back there. How are they doing? Are they able to rebuild it all? They will. Like the forge once destroyed, the farm will be rebuilt. Can they come help us fish? No. (laughs) (laughs) And you can tell, like, he's getting more frustrated as you're here. Last time he saw you guys, um, because you had killed the man, you were being, like, exalted, and, like, you were his guest. Yeah. But immediately, the tides have turned, because that's how the goblins are. They don't see past or future. It's, like, always in the present. Mm, Nice. All right. We killed, like, six guys this time. I mean, all right. Walk out of the room. Yeah. Kind of dragging my feet a little bit. A little Charlie Brown-esque. So I guess it's off to the cart then. Where do we pick up our finishing rods? <laughs> um, they're already there in your cart. Okay. And there are, there's like, he put in a couple fishing rods, a couple nets, um, a little tiny box of bait. And it's all in that back chest that we had talked about. Nice. So you guys all leave? Yeah. You come in, Azag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right. So as you guys all get in the cart, you go down the mountain. Um, you, you're hitting a road immediately, so there's no more of this, like, wooded area, dodging trees. Uh, Fennec is driving down. As you exit the mountain, you enter, um, like, a grassy plains area. Mm-hmm. And uh, far, far off, you can see just, like, a little speck of woods, and you know that's like the direction you need to head. Okay, and so Phoenix pulling levers. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. I'm just gonna be sitting there, kind of grumbling to myself, mm-hmm. sharpening my arrows. And I'm only kind of—I'm not even looking at you guys, just barely looking up every now and again to make sure I don't drive into another web of goo or hit a tree or something. <laughs> it's kind of downcast, pulling levers. And- <laughs> And are we hungry? Did we get the last of the wheat or whatever it is we burned? Oh, some grass while we were on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're about as hungry as the rest of the goblins. And even though this job is far below what you were expecting to get, um, there's part of you that's very happy to go to another village that isn't experiencing a famine. Mm. <laughs> Away from sure. the hungry people. The grumbles. Yeah. The disdain. <laughs> After a few more hours of driving, um, you see on the side of the road uh, three bandits. Mm-hmm. 
picking on this little teenager. And uh, Noah, I want you to introduce Red. Uh, Red is a human. Uh, you know, he's a, a fisherman's son. Pretty, pretty strong. Um, not the not the smartest guy guy around. Um, he's uh, got a weakness because he's always cheating. You know, just can't help himself. Always, always got to cheat to get ahead. Um, and super calm in in the uh, under the scope of of furious trauma and whatnot. So as the three are picking him, you can see he's kind of just like getting pushed back and forth. He had a small tackle box that he was obviously trying to fish with that's like spilt on the ground. There's a fourth bandit that's like not messing with him, but like going through his bag. And you see him just pick up a backpack and like dump it upside down and shake it out. Hey. (laughs) Do they know that we're, do they hear us clomping along? Yeah, they can hear your your vehicle as like the electric um, hum starts like coming up to them. Hmm. But, but the guy's still like getting in on that tackle box. Yeah, like none of them are stopping. I uh, Jabutakai uh, just pulled back my my a crossbow still or a bow, my light crossbow, and I just lay one into him because all that shiny stuff and I want it. All right, give me a fire. Um, seventeen. All right, give me any damage. Hold on, I need to find my die. Thirteen. All right, so one bandit gets instantly killed. Fennec slides the the cart to a stop next to them, and I need you all to roll initiative. All right, so Courtney, you get the first action. There's three more bandits remaining, two on Noah, and one that's, like, still going through the bag a little bit, but, like, starting to realize that his buddy just went down. Um, How much does the bag weigh? Which bag? His empty bag? The one that they're running marmaging through. Oh yeah, they emptied it out. So we're talking like a pound and a half. Oh, okay. So there's a bunch of stuff on the floor. The bag is empty and he's like picking stuff up off the floor. Yeah. Okay. Um I wanna kinda get his attention and pick up whatever I see as like the most important item with Mage Hand. Can I do that? It's ten pounds. Yeah, you could pick up maybe like a small tackle box. Okay. Some of the fishing gear that he had. Um, and then I can't really. While that's happening, would that be able to like give surprise him in a way that the next person who goes has some kind of advantage? Yeah, that's fine. That could be my whole turn. I think. <laughs> yeah, hand, yeah, that would be your action. So yeah. as you pick up the box that the one bandit was going through, he starts like grasping for it, but you're just raising it above his head. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other bandits that was beating up on uh, Red Greenhand, he rolls an attack on on him. Uh, sorry, fifteen. If it's yeah, fifteen. Yeah, that would hit. Come oh, on. Man. <laughs> then just a little d six. <laughs> All right, six damage. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then it's Dan's turn. After killing um, one, he reloads his crossbow. There's a guy who's holding the bag, and two guys are beating on red. Yep. I go to attack the guy with the bag. Okay, and you got advantage just, on that one. You guys just want my stuff, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you move up to him? Uh, are you me? still like behind no, him? I have a crossbow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, twenty. Not. No. Okay. That that definitely hits. 
Uh, I hit him for nine. Okay. He's not looking good, but he's still standing. And now he's like no longer looking at the tackle box that's floating above his head. He's looking at you. Barely. All right. Uh, then it's uh, Fennec's turn. So Azag's in the back shooting over Fennec's shoulder. Yeah. So I'm like, Azag, you know, sorry about last week. I'm glad you weren't in the fire. And as I'm saying this, I reach up, touch it, and apply a repeating shot to the crossbow. Okay. With, like, my thieves tools. I'm, like, kind of hit it, tinker with it just for a second. Uh, it's now a magic weapon that grants plus one to attack and damage and doesn't need to be – it ignores any loading property. Cool. God, dear. So, wait, what is it? What do I get besides loading? Plus, plus one. one to attack and damage. All right, I'll never, mm. never miss. While that's <laughs> happening, I want to yell at the bandits that, like, you can run away now before we're going to keep attacking you. <laughs> yeah, and they, they ignore you, obviously. Yeah, I Great. scream out, no survivors. Yeah. <laughs> the other bandit that was beating up on Red t- turns and takes his light crossbow and fires on Azhag, yeah, right. but misses. Like way over his head. <laughs> That's and the one then, that I already hit. Yeah. <laughs> Poser. No, no, sorry. Wait, no, because th- you you fired at the one that was on the bag. Yeah. Who I is now his bag. turn, and he's also going to fire at you with his crossbow. Yeah. Good luck. Consider and he yourself. also really misses. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's fortunate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it's uh, Yolva's turn. Okay, I'm gonna yell, consider yourself warned, and then run over, and I'm dual wielding uh, a short sword and a dagger, and so I'm gonna roll for all those. Okay, which one are you running to? Um, Who's the one who's like almost The one at the dead? bag. The bag boy. The I one that you were that. messing with. Okay. I don't understand my roles. They are incredibly good. Uh, I got like 26 and 22. Plus, so to hit. Right. And then so they both eight, eight and seven for damage. Yeah. Why don't you explain how you overkilled him by like double? Uh, why did I do that to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to kill a man. The bloody man who like <laughs> rolled over and like fired a crossbow and totally missed Azhag. You jump out of the cart with your sword and your dagger and just yeah. maul him. <laughs> I turn around and say, I warned you, and we're coming for you next to the other guys. <laughs> it's a side of Yolo we've never seen before. I guess so. <laughs> you see uh, Azhag's eyes widen. <laughs> okay, yeah. one of the other bandits that was beating up on Red turns towards you with his scimitar and hits you with a six, a 17. Is that me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm doing armor class, right? Yep. So that, that hits, yeah. All right, but it's only three damage. Okay. All right, Azhag. One, in wonder over Yola's bloodlust. Newfound bloodlust. Apparently. <laughs> Don't forget the magic weapon powers. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm muttering on breath while I started him off. And I aim for the guy who shot me. Uh, okay, that kills. Uh, nope, wait. Uh, almost kills another one. You've got to be kidding me! All right, red. It's me. Yep. There's one bloody bandit and another bandit that looks totally fine. Am I on the ground or am I like? No, you you've you've gotten up. You, they were beating okay. you up. You're a little dirty now. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I'll 
go for the bloody one. He's closer to me, I'd assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going uh, dagger for this guy's like leg, just to really try and get okay. him on the ground. Sixteen plus two. Oh, that's a definite hit. Word. And then roll your damage, which is I think a six. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, it's D four plus six, right? D four plus two. Plus oh, you're, you're right, you're right, plus six. Yeah, so you don't even need to roll, because he's super dead. Okay, word. <laughs> nice. I sliced his ACL open, and it just gushed blood everywhere, and he just bled out on the ground. <laughs> All right, Zach. Who's still alive? Just one more bandit. Okay. Um, Finnick reaches down into his pocket, pulls out a salamander, looks at it, puts it back... <laughs> <laughs> pulls out a polar bear and tosses that towards the last one and it marches towards him, looks up, open his mouth and casts Ray of Frost. I so I roll a d20 plus four, right? Yeah, that sounds right. That's a six. I'm sorry, that's a miss. No. Yeah. <laughs> the fi- I don't know what the ice does. How does ice miss? I guess it just kind of disperses quickly in the polar like bear. A little bit of like flurries <laughs> out of its mouth. And the polar bear runs back towards me, and I just look down, defeated. Again, I can't use fire, and when I try to use something that's not fire, it happens. Not Yolo being next time. not intimidated <laughs> at all. Yeah, the other bandit goes towards Yola with his scimitar. All right, and uh, misses, but not only misses, hits the ground, and the sword is now stuck in the ground. <laughs> hits himself in the leg. I and then it's your turn. <laughs> so <laughs> Yola's turn as the man is just like fighting his sword out of the ground next to her. <laughs> okay i feel bad for him though now um <laughs> we have one this is the only guy left right yeah and i'm gonna kind of say like do you want to run and then is he just gonna keep pestering you... with the sword oh, or yeah. whatever yeah all right i'm gonna do the same thing to him um i roll an 11 and an 18 okay one of them hits the second one can I do, like, so if that's a bonus action, does it count if, like, the first one misses? I guess so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, damage is five. Okay. Uh, as hag. How many? One guy's alive left? Yep, and he's looking kind of rough. All right, I'll finish him off. Um, 28. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you looked for your modifier. <laughs> 10. Oh, uh, yeah. So you take off the last bandit with your crossbow. So now there's four dead bandits laying around. And uh, Red kind of picking up his gear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so they're uh, all dead, he... right? Right now? Yeah. yeah, all the bandits are dead. And you're and surrounded just, by three goblins who have just I killed them all. Scurried over oh. to the tackle box and started looting through the shinies. Uh, Does he know to expect it? But wait first. So Azhag tries to go to the tackle box, but um, Yola's mage hand is still holding it up in the air. And before no, she picked the bag, what was that? She took the bag. No, I'm just holding it like a bully. Yeah, and it was above a human's head, so it's clear above your head. Wait, I thought. Wait, hold on. For I thought that there was a bag and a box there's no box it's just there a was bag. a bag that he was dumping on the floor and when the tackle box came out of it yeah so the and she bag raised is lifted. the tackle box oh i thought she said she raised the bag no 
Okay. Rewind the audio. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> and wait, and so Mage Hand exists post you do doing other actions? It just stays there? It, for 10 minutes, I think. I believe it's a concentration thing. We can look into that later, though. I mean, yeah, what's happening It's now. whatever we decide it is. <laughs> Duration, one minute. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, that's on the ground, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in it. There you go. <laughs> what's Noah doing um, with, or what's Red doing, Noah, as uh, you see a goblin going through your stuff? Thanks for helping me out, but could you guys not steal my stuff? I kind of need that. I pull my short sword and just kind of point to it and I say, shut up, human. I kind of walk past in front of Azhag and just stand in between the sword and red. Do we know the green hands? Uh, so you know that you're eventually trying to meet a green hand, but you don't know that he's a okay. green hand. So I stand in between Azhag and Noah and just kind of like shake my head and be like, hey, um, we're looking for the green hands. You, you know any of them? Uh, yes, I am a green hand. And I stick my weird little goblin hand and offer it to him to shake his hand. And uh, I accept that. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Finnick. I'm Red Green Hand. Uh, what Green Hand might you be looking for? Oh man, what was his name? The uh, Nithard. the big one. Nithard? Huh? You're looking for Nithard. Nithard, yeah, that's the one. Oh, that's my father. Did you hear that voice, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually Azhag said that as he's rummaging through this guy's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's my father. Never. Oh, great! Uh, can you uh, can you take us to uh, to meet him? He's gone missing recently. <laughs> of course, he fucking did. That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, I could really use help finding him, seeing as you guys are such great adventurers. Yeah. Okay. Great. And I, as he's talking, I turn and kind of walk away and wave <laughs> at Yola to come finish this conversation. Hey there, I'm Yola. Nice to meet you. As I said before, I am red. Could your friend stop rummaging through my stuff, please? Yeah, I, and then I like shoot you a glance. <laughs> I like kind of go up, like ah, it's all junk anyway. And before I kind of kick the dust into them, I use sleight of hand to grab the shiniest one. So you get. Um, actually, I'm gonna let you explain what you get because I don't know anything about fish tackle. <laughs> what kind of fish is there? It's a big lake. I don't know what fish lay the lake. Right, well, I mean, there are it's, goblins. I'd assume the fish are pretty wild. Yeah, it's olden times. I don't know. It's just whatever the one's the shiniest. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so you get a shiny bobble. On it. yeah. Old, it's one of those oldie time fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 23 to sneak that. Mm. And it's like stuff we would have had anyway, probably. <laughs> it's not even it's that important. Yeah, all. but it's the <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I start picking up all my stuff, getting my bag together, my tackle and stuff. You grab you know, the like... rest of it from Azhag and put it back in your bag. So Red is gathering all the stuff, taking the, the tackle boxes from Azhag, putting them back in his bag. Mm -hmm. And I spit on one of those dead guys while I'm at it, just for good measure. Mm. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, can I search the dead guys? You can. Um, That'd probably be better. <laughs> yeah, there's very little. Altogether, there was only 50 copper. And no wonder they were robbing me. Yeah. I, I split it into thirds. That looked like just a little fisherman. <laughs> I, I try to split it into thirds and spread it around. Um, um, well, yeah. Hold, can I do something real quick? Just a little side note. On one of the small, on one of those objects, 
the last copper coin I give to Yola when she touches it, a small little sorry about the fire message pops up with an image of a fire in a field and like her in the middle of it. <laughs> like it's not great, but he's trying. And it's it's kind of small, but it pops up from oh. her coin. Thanks, magical tinkering. Like, so that's what happened. <laughs> Now I have to go through the grieving process. <laughs> it's like a home video of you dying. Yeah. yeah. But it's like pixelated and like, imagine like a neon version of a video of 360p. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> but he said he was sorry. That's it. It was just there. Yeah. He's not going to say in front of everybody. That's sweet. Um, All right. So Red tells you that his, his father's gone missing but I encourage you guys to go back to the village to maybe start looking for him and maybe you guys can find out where he's gone. All right. Um, Cause we need his help to go fishing, mm-hmm. right? All right. We can't just leave him. Fine. Well, um, you, don't, you don't need red. You need red's father. I see. <laughs> red gulps. <laughs> Very worried. Well, how about you lead us back to where your town is where you come from and we'll go try to find your dad so we can fish for our village yeah sure i'll show you the town the townspeople love me by the way (laughs) Mm. all right we'll see that for ourselves so you all get back on the cart red has never seen a cart like this before um what is electricity this is (laughs) and as it like starts like it rises from the ground as fennec puts the orb back in as it takes off you can see red's a little just like unsure of what's going on because unlike goblins they actually care about their life (laughs) (laughs) what is this mysterious stuff (laughs) don't question it (laughs) oh this the the orb you mean what's the orb um i don't know if you can uh your big your your big tall brain can understand it but uh you know just watch this and i just slam the levers forward and take off. Yeah, so you're taking off the road, getting closer and closer to that wooded area. As you enter the wooded area, um, it's very similar to the one you went were in before, last session. Um, things seem just a little bit off, like the wild is being taken over by evil. But you don't see anything too outrageous because you guys are just kind of going through the woods. Um, and not too long, you come upon a village. And what you guys see is much different than the farm you saw last time and even more different than mid-10. It's a a medium-sized village formed in a giant circle. The outer ring are just like a stick fence, maybe a little bit taller than you guys. Within that, there's a ring of buildings, and those are the homes. And then within that, there are two um, semi-circle rings that form the stores of the village. And in the very center, there's a giant tower that reaches to the sky. On the other side of all this is the lake. So when you guys get closer and closer, you enter through the stick fences, you pass the homes. They're just very simple mud huts with like thatched roofs. The thing that you guys notice right off the bat is the giant tower that's made of like a higher quality stone than the rest of the village. From the top um, are hanging these giant banners that are like a very royal blue with golden hooks on them. On the very top, there's four soldiers that are all looking at the cardinal directions as lookouts. To your left, there are, uh, where to go? There's Nithard's Tackle Shop, which is Red's dad's shop. Right next to that, there's an inn called 
the Drippy Tavern, the Dripping Tavern, there is um, a little shop called Two Rocks, and I believe that is all the buildings. No libraries. You could ask Noah. I read. Okay. You know if there's uh, any libraries here? Yeah, Red. Uh, I know that you, you probably don't know how to read, but you, do you know where one might be at? Yeah, I don't really know what the books are. Uh, uh, perfect. Or... Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scrolls, those are good too. Yeah, but, okay. Red doesn't know much about books at all, but he knows that there's like a different type of person that lives in the tower because that tower acts as a temple, um, a temple to Dryarius, D-R-I-A-R-I-S, and that's the goddess of fishermen. And you, you guys can tell, like, um, where everyone else in this village is based around fishing and the lake, that this this tower is more of a holy place that you might be able to find some sort of books in. Turn to Ram and say, this has to be one of the most unimpressive towns I've ever been to. Well, it's the only town I've ever seen, so it looks pretty cool to me, all right? <laughs> so where did you last see your dad? Um, he was leaving to go fishing. I know that he uh, likes this one lake, this really nice pond that he likes to go fishing at. That might be a good place to start. <laughs> Which is I, the giant I look, lake yeah, right behind. I look over at the giant lake, you're like, that little little guy over there? <laughs> yep, that's the one. Brilliant. Alright. Do you have I a boat? <laughs> My dad took the boat out. We might have a spare, but it's not too good. It might not be able to hold all these bodies. <laughs> all right, so we need to steal a boat. As you guys are walking through the village, um, the Dripping Tavern that's right next to um, his father's shop, like the door swings open, and there's a, this giant like mountain of a man named Gokok Flatstream, and he uh, storms out and goes, Red, where's your dad? I immediately uh, hide. <laughs> What's his name? Gogak. I don't know, Gogak. Uh, I'm trying to find him. I just got jumped. These guys are going to help me look. You want to tag along and help me look for a father? <laughs> no, of course I can't leave. Come inside and get some food. Uh, a yes, father? Please. You guys hungry? Father? <laughs> it's now all uh, yeah, we can. Uh, I can eat. I'm a little little peckish. I can eat. Kind of slide out behind him. Oh, Immediately can I? Unhide. <laughs> yeah. You, you can tell, like, you guys look pretty hungry and that you're hanging out with Red and, like, they're the, the closest family friends Red has. So you guys enter the Dripping Tavern and it's disgusting inside, as the name would suggest. It's like one of those old country bars. There's a talentless person playing a fiddle in the corner. It's, like, mid-afternoon and there's drunks on the bar already. I'm going to need to hear what that fiddle sounds like real quick. I've got nothing for it. I <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thought process for a second. Of, can <laughs> I? Like, can I fake like I know what a fiddle is? I think it's a violin. <laughs> yeah. It's the fantasy it's violin. <laughs> fantasy violin. I like that. I just for for somebody who uh, firmly lives inside of holes, I'm very disgusted with the upkeep in here, and just I'm like, Bleh. stepping uh, over puddles. And... <laughs> So you guys all sit down at, like, one of the free tables in the corner, and Gokak brings out, um, like, a decent amount of meal. It's, like, a couple loaves of bread, fish, a um, little bit of vegetables that are, like, gathered from the woods, like mushrooms and um, little seeds. I just start eating. Like, as, as, as the plate drops on the ground right. on the table. Gokak. I rolled a five, so I eat a little bit, but not as good as <laughs> <laughs> 
Gogex, like, where are you guys from? Uh, you have you are you familiar with the uh, with the cave systems? Uh, a couple days away. I just point kind of in a general direction. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Mount, Mount Mitten, kind of the Pooksy area, that kind of place. Of course, I know Midten. It's huge. Yeah, that's where we're from. Somewhere oh. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know Nazfeet then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's um, he he's. We're his favorites. Uh, he's start... super happy with us and only sends us on the most uh, important missions. And so, yeah, that's why we're here. So he is here? not mad at us at all. And goes, I keep that's eating. great. And he waves over like this homely waitress who like brings over beers for everybody. Oh, I imagine these are very big to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two handers. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm 311 and this thing is still like. <laughs> you're standing on the chairs and like what you're in mid 10, everything is sized for you guys. Everything here is sized for normal humans. So like you're standing on the chairs and like still nipple high table. <laughs> I like chug the beer and don't realize that there's no reason that I should be drinking something of that volume. <laughs> Immediately put it down and go. Oh. As you guys are hanging out with Gogak, he like introduces you to like the town people. He says that, um, oh, what's his name? Nithard. Him and Nithard are like best friends. He's grown up with Red from like a young child. Uh, Nazvit has come and visited a few times. He's like really good friends with Nithard, but he hasn't seen Nithard since he went out to the lake. Um, he took his only boat, but he doesn't know where he would have brought it because they haven't been able to find fish recently. Great. Mm-hmm. This sounds like the perfect kind of mission for us to keep making Nazvit. Happy! <laughs> so he explains like a little bit more about the town. So you guys are currently in the Dripping Tavern. There's uh, rooms above if you guys need to rest. He'll give that to you for free because you're here looking for Nithard. Right next door is Nithard's Tackle Shop, which is kind of where Red works and lives. Um, on the second floor of that is where they both live. Inside you could find like fishing nets, poles, baits, different type of like fishing guides. Um, there's also some dried fish and collectible shells. You know what you'd find in a weird gift shop on the lake. Is it all free? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of it free. <laughs> <laughs> um, across the way, on the other side of town, there's a shop called Two Rocks that sells uh, potions and small magical items. Um, it's a part. Two Rocks is a chain of stores that you'll find throughout the land. So this is just like the small branch they have in their town. Um, the biggest building, other than the tower, is Mirgul's Vessels. It's a boat shop where you can buy or rent boats. And then there's, of course, the Stone Tower, which is the temple to Dryarius, the goddess of fishermen. Um, inside, you'll see like the worshipping section. Below, there'll be the armory, because they have a small guard section. Um, but that'll be locked away. And on the top floor, there's the mayor of town's home, but that will also be locked away. I'm going to check out Two Rocks, see what's going on over there. Okay, as Azhag walks across town, you can kind of feel like people are looking at you a little strange. Um, it's not that they hate you, it's just that they haven't seen a goblin in here in a very long time. And the last goblin they saw was Nazvit, who's uh, like a very large goblin compared to you guys. But they leave you alone. You walk into Two Rocks, and I, I'm kind of picturing it like the wand shop in Harry Potter. Like, there's just stuff everywhere. And as you walk up to a counter, you don't see anybody. And then you hear like a small voice coming from behind the counter, like, oh, one second, I'll be right with you. And you hear a man like popping upstairs. 
and then you see just like a wizard hat pop up behind the counter, but because you're below it, you can't see anything. And the voice says, hello, did I hear somebody come in? I see, hey, down here. And then all of a sudden you hear him just like hit the top of the table and the counter drops a foot. And so does he. And he's looking at you now at point view. And it's a goblin, uh, not a goblin, a gnome, not much Ah. bigger than you. He goes, my name's Nilbin Fritzpark. How can I help you? Oh, I'm just perusing. Got anything shiny? We've got potions of all types and a lot of tiny weapons. Could a little goblin like you need a dagger? No, specifically, I'm in the uh, the ranged, uh, you know, kind of parameters of life, and that's kind of where I like to land. Got anything that I could shoot somebody from afar? How about a light crossbow? Uh, I mean, I got one of them. Is yours shinier than mine? Nope. Well, then I will. <laughs> but it could be, see and you, you see him, like, spit on it and start, like, just rubbing on it. <laughs> I, like, I just slowly start backing out and, like, <laughs> shut the door real slowly. All the things you saw in there, though, like, there's healing potions, potions of climbing, potions of poison resistance. And unlike some of the other potions you guys have seen, they're all labeled and mass-produced. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nilbin goes, no, no, please don't leave, don't leave. Yeah, I, I kind of creep the door up as a, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, if you don't need any of this stuff, I could use a hand getting materials to make my potions. And he goes, if you ever find anything out in the wild that you think might be cool and might be good for my alchemy, bring it back and I'll buy it for a good price. Good to know. Thank you. And I walk out. And where's the party still? In the Dripping Tavern? Yeah, outside there. the Dripping Tavern. I walk back in the Drifting Tavern, kind of slam the door as best that I can. I walk into Fennec. Not very well, no. <laughs> I turn to Fennec, I say, there's some other nerd over at Two Rocks. You might want to go talk to him. I mean, first of all, thank you. That's, <laughs> you know, okay, I'll take it. You know, I earned it. What, what's he got over there? What's he, what's he selling? Not many shinies, uh, but a decent amount of potions. Any, uh, did you see any magical stuff? Anything floating or shooting electricity or anything? I wasn't paying a lot of attention. He said he's an alchemist, though. Oh, well, all right. I mean, those can be kind of fun, too, you know. Make some floaty shit, you know, kind of kind of get in there, buff, buff you up, you know what I mean? Buff your head. Yeah. Where, where was that? At over at Two Rocks? Yeah. All right, I'll go in a little bit. Uh, hey, Red, um... Can you take us over to the tackle shop for a little bit? Uh, text me. Are you done eating? Uh, yeah, at this point, Red's hammered. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can show you where the tackle shop is. Which for like the, the fishing village is like not a, an uncommon state for most of the people here. Especially when you can't find fish, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I take them to the tackle shop at cool. this point. Cool. So you guys exit. You go right next door. People are still looking at you guys kind of funny. And at Red, even funnier, because he's the one touring them around. Stop <laughs> staring at us, you fools. <laughs> and you enter the tackle shop. Um, as far as the tackle shop goes, it's pretty nice. There's um, baits and containers, fishing poles on the walls, nets in the corner. Um, there's um, little trinkets on the countertop that are like seashells and little like dried starfishy looking things. Nothing of any like immense value. Um, except like the dried fish on the rack that looks kind of like a grocery store or marketplace. What time of day is it? Um, it's like late afternoon now. Okay. 
you guys spend a couple hours in the, the tavern eating and drinking. Yeah. I start <laughs> clinking around some shells. And, oh, you wanted to go, Zach? No, you, you're clanking. Or, clanking. Clank, clank around. Clank. None of these make noise. And then <laughs> I look over at Red and ask, do you guys have enough fishing poles for all of us? Or we're here shopping? Or uh, I think you would definitely have to buy... I definitely think we have enough fishing poles. I might have a spare at my place, but you guys would have to fight over that for sure. Mm. So you want us to find your dad for free and give us no supplies? Is that what I'm understanding? Well, as I'm understanding it, your quest is uh, to get fish, and we can definitely provide you with fish. Uh, that's oh, you can. About it. So you can just go do the fish part if we do the dad part. <laughs> well, my dad is the best fisher in this village, and he will get you the fish you need. So, question: Why don't we just not go back? Yeah, we could live a life here, <laughs> <laughs> or farther away. Yeah, <laughs> let's just take the cart. My neighbors <laughs> definitely don't want you living here for sure. Yeah, but they're nicer than. Oh, I'm not gonna rat us out. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we wouldn't want to go back. No, no, no one's not right. mad at it's us. We're good. Place. Yeah, we're. <laughs> no one is mad at me specifically. No. These two by comparison. No, 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 no. We're good. <laughs> so, um, you got any? Is your did your dad ever use any maps? Anything he might have lying around? Anything like that? There's like a map behind the counter, and he you pull it out and you put it flat down, and there's like little check marks like where he's been looking. And you can tell. Um, they, I'm really good at investigation. If I can tell which one's newer. No, it's just like the little X's are he's checking off, and then there's a circle um, west, west down the lake. There's like a little circle of like where he was planning on trying next, and you can tell he's just been like looking for fish, and like it's like just splattered X's across the map. So it's almost circled on a map where my dad is. Almost. <laughs> Or where he might have been headed. Hey, Red. Um, what's in uh, what's in this part right here of the lake? You ever been near this? Can I do like a wisdom check here, Will, or something? Yeah, or? it's just there's nothing special about it. He's just been making like way past the town to try to figure out where the fish have gone. It's all just the same lake. It's all the same same water, stuff. rocks. Yep. Fish. A little, a little bit of that green stuff on the top, you know. Yeah, what is that stuff? It smells really bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, we've been investigating for years. It's still nothing. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of shake my head and walk away to go look at the rod <laughs> somewhere. So you want to go do this? Uh, go to this spot on the map? Uh, you want to buy some fishing poles? or Do I have fishing poles to offer them? Sure. Or... I did. I can. <laughs> All right. I actually turns out I just remembered I got plenty of fishing poles. So. <laughs> <laughs> how how uh, drunk is he? Because <laughs> I I grab a rod and I go over to him and I'm like, uh, can I take this one? How much is this one? Um, I have fishing poles for free. At oh, for cabin. free. I mean, is it good? Are you? Because so far, you know, you don't know where the library is. You had three of those drinks i couldn't drink a quarter of i don't know i am a fisherman by trade and it does the job for me so yeah but we got to find your dad to help catch anything so i mean what do you, you know yeah <laughs> i think i'll take <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I mean, if you want to buy it, go ahead and buy it. You know. How much is this one? My advice. Uh, I think it'd be about two gold pieces. Okay. Um, fair price. I don't know. How much is a fish? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good to me. And also, like, that, like Red might not know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah, kind of try to say, "Well, life. free's good for me's," and I slowly walk out and I try to grab the shiniest thing on the way out. Um, I take two <laughs> copper coins that we found on those bandits earlier, and I kind of, using magical tinkering, add some sparkly things to it when he touches it so it looks like it glitters and sparkles some more and put two copper pieces on the on the table i rolled a 20. <laughs> you're gone with another bobble yeah set those down and i'm walking out the door um do i have can i check for like do i have a hidden boat somewhere like me as a fishing no teenager? you took your no. boat your family boat well, well, we should go check out that boat stop do you know that guy yeah, of course I know everybody in town, and they all love me. So, yeah. <laughs> the owner's name is Idor Miracle. Yeah, his name's Idor Miracle, and <coughs> and yeah, let's go. Let's go talk to him. So, all right. So you walk okay, out. Fennec takes his um, fishing pole that he bought for two <laughs> two copper that looked like two gold, kind of. Goes to put it in the cart and realizes like there's already fishing poles in here from Dazvit. <laughs> I, that's what I thought the whole time. I was like, didn't he give you guys fishing gear? And he just adds it to the pile. <laughs> <laughs> you got a real deal on that fishing pole. Apparently. A real deal. Oh, play. oh I didn't even realize. Oh, gosh. Realize. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> they could go for days. So you go over to Miracle Vessels and... When you walk in, you see Idor just working on like a new boat inside. He's got a couple off to the side. There's more in the back, but there's a big one in the middle that he's working on. And he goes, how can I help you guys? And he looks down and he's like, how can I help you guys? <laughs> I have my hood pulled up, so. You're still tiny. Yeah. yeah I mean, you mean you guys? You mean you guys? You guys. Um, we need to get over to the uh, kind of the western part of the lake. We're looking for uh, Nethard. Have you seen him? Nethard? Yeah, I believe he headed west. I mean, that is what I said. That's kind of where we wanted to head. Is that you got anything we could uh, take out? Red said you might be able to help us out. That you, uh, you guys were long old family friends. Mm-hmm. Wink, and I kind wink. of pipe in and I go, and that you're a very generous man. <laughs> oh yes, the most generous. And he. Gets down, like almost kneeling, looking at Fennec, and he goes, Can you even swim? <laughs> What's it to you? <laughs> and he goes, That's fair. Stands back up. I just kind of, yeah, I'm glaring at him, and Yola speaks up. If we go, could swim, we wouldn't need a boat. He like turns back, facing the boat, and then quickly turns around, and he's got like this yard, used car dealer kind of motif on he's like i'll give you a good deal i got a rowboat for 50 gold and a keelboat for 3,000. how can i help you i'm thinking of a more temporary type situation with these boats okay how about this you give me 50 gold and if you return the boat i'll return 45 gold i kind of look over to red for the rowboat for the rowboat 50 down and if you bring it back in one piece i'll give you 45 back I can't. We're too small. Hey, Red, you got the advance, right? Yeah, we're going to see your dad. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm just a little bit worried that we might not get this back in one piece. <laughs> I don't know, my dad's missing, like, I don't know you guys. You tried to steal my stuff after saving me. Be four, um, I go out to the cart and I come back with the new fishing rod that I just sort of bought from Red. And I look at the gun, I'm like, I can, uh, what if we give you this for like, I don't know, half of it? Would that count for anything? It looks look like how shiny it is. Like, this isn't even worth a gold. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, you know, in hindsight. And I just glare at Red as I walk back outside and put it in the cart. I vomit in my mouth a little bit, still drunk, and just swallow it like a beast. <laughs> Would you guys right. like to rent a boat or maybe take a walk down the coast and see if you can find him? Could you possibly maybe, you know, we know each other, give us the boat for free? Yes, Red. I do know you. <laughs> and I'm not giving it free. Yes. So I think between the, the three of us, we probably have like 30 gold. <laughs> yeah, do I have any gold pieces here? I don't I don't know what my bank is. You can say you got like 10. Like, I got 10. I mean, you know, guys, don't worry about it. I'm kind of living life right now, so <laughs> I'll make the down payment. This is the most money I've ever had. I slap is... five on the on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, good start. Only 45 more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just take the five and we'll keep <laughs> good deal there. Okay, I'll take the five, and I'll get the rest from your dad when you bring him back. Oh, exactly. That Sounds was like a deal. I had started to walk out of the door, and then when he said that, I turned around and run back. Just start headed towards the boat, <laughs> trying to sneak. So get you guys walk into like, the. What's that? Do we have to get the bow out of this place? Or? No. He, so you guys walk through the front door, and he brings you back through the back, goes to one, unlocks the padlock, and he's like, here you go, and gives you, like, two uh, oars, and then walks back into the shop. Um, so dimensions-wise for this boat, these guys are pretty small. I'm pretty large. Like, how are we fitting in this thing? Is it is it real packed? or? No, you could, have fit, you could fit, like, four normal people. So okay. it's spacious. Like, the three of us could probably sit on one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like recline. That's what I assume is what's happening. You guys. What do I bring the orb from the cart with me? Yeah, it's like in your bag. That could help. What time is it? Turn it in now. It's like evening almost. It's like evening, yeah. Yeah, we gotta sleep. Yeah, All probably right. probably rest up. Not really gonna get out of the water at nighttime. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely smart because you know local legend has it there's a Loch Ness monster swimming around in this lake. We call it the Lakeness Monster. So yeah, let's let's go back to my place. What was that first thing you said? The uh, <laughs> the, the Loch Ness. What's that? Uh, you guys have never heard of a Loch Ness monster? It's sort of like a dragon, but yeah? instead of flying, it swims. No, I got the monster part. I'm pretty down with that. I didn't. The first two words. What were? What's uh, a Loch Ness? Uh, Loch is a body of water. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> And a mess is uh, kind of the sound the creature makes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds... Like a, yeah, like a, okay. like a nest, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And he lives here, and he in this lake. Yeah, well, yeah, legend has it. I mean, if you believe that sort of thing, I don't, but... I think I figured know. out where all your fish went. And your dad. Mm. 
It's just local legend. I'm sure it's not real. Let's, you know, let's just go back to my place. I'll, I'll fish us out some fish. We'll eat rye and and we'll we'll go out tomorrow and find my daddy. I kind of so stand on the dock as everyone good. goes inside and just kind of scan the lake, squint a little bit. <laughs> There's you squint and you see something, but it was just a stick. Oh. <laughs> always a stick. And I walk in. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and fish outside of my house, and I assume I'm a really good fisherman, so I catch us some grub for dinner. No, yeah, you are a good fisherman, but you find nothing. Oh, sorry, guys. It looks like (laughs) just more ale for us. (laughs) (laughs) No, you go back to the dripping tavern. He had said, like, you guys could come back. You rooms are free. He's been feeding you. So you guys go in, you eat, you drink, you sleep, you wake up at the sunrise the next morning. And then... 19. <laughs> is that how much you eat? <laughs> yeah, that's what I rolled. 19. Slept real good. Top-notch sleep. And I ate so hard. <laughs> and then you get into the, the rowboat, and uh, three of you are facing him on a single bench. And he's facing you, uh, him being red, and he just starts uh, rowing uh, west. And there's there's no no life at all. It's just like a totally calm lake. Um, it's almost eerie how calm it is. And after about a couple hours of rowing, you can see um, his father's boat ashore. Okay, oh, and my from- daddy's boat. <laughs> from the shore there's like two nets going into the wake uh, the lake there's a couple of fishing rods like set up um a small fire but his his dad's not there is the fire still going yeah but it's like dying off okay and he's already said my daddy's boat so i'm like well let's let's head over there and start checking it out i take out my flask and take a quick sip <laughs> At this point, everyone thinks you might just have a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I 100% do. <laughs> can I make a um, perception check? Yeah, actually. Or an investigation can, can check? Can you all give us an investigation check? You're rolling them, right? Now I want you guys to on this one. What do I add to that? There's the investigation. Intelligence. Um, oh, I see. Big okay. old fat one. I got a 12. Three. Jesus Christ, five, four. <clears throat> you okay. can roll again with a one, right? No, not on these. That's only okay. for character building. Oh, wait. I rolled, oh, no, I, rolled I did a roll a one. Bad. I rolled a nine. <laughs> all right, well, Yelda still got the highest with a 12. Um, what, what? But so you guys all come ashore, and you're poking around, and Yola tips over the boat, the father's boat, and finds arrows in it. And as she's looking around, she can see, like, more of a struggle that must have occurred. And Azhag, being used to the hunt and being able to, like, read trackings, he can see very, like, Hobbit in Two Towers-esque, like, uh, struggle marks going into the woods. I start picking up all my dad's stuff and putting it into the robo that we took here. I'm, uh, I kind of point out to everybody. I say, oh, there's tracks that lead in the woods over here. Hmm. Doesn't look good. Let's go check it out. 
don't that know. looks that looks scary. Let's head that way. Let's do it. I want to I'm hungry. <laughs> um, before we me. go, can I collect some rocks from the coast? Of course. Put them in the bag. Do you made a roll for like how many I get? Does it matter? Nope. Okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of rocks in my bag of holding now. There you go. <laughs> All right. So what have you guys um, decided to do? Uh, walk into the woods, right? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's... Uh... I'm going to go ahead and have my spear out as we're walking through these woods. Okay. So, can you give me a marching order? I'm on the back. I guess I would take front because I'm the tallest and dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be second from the back. Okay, Perfect. so it goes Red, Fennec, Yola, and Azhag. Red, Yola, Fennec, Azhag. Yeah. She I says remember she's I'm not the most intelligent. Second from so the like, back. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Then, yeah, I am front. I'm sorry. Um, so as you guys are going through the woods, the woods are, are fairly silent. Um, the, the struggle marks turn into normal footprints, but the footprints seem extraordinarily large compared to a human foot. <laughs> and um, as you keep walking, the footprints get like deeper and deeper, and the ground is getting softer and softer, almost like into a mud. Um, a couple hundred feet in, you the, the trail widens a little bit, and you hear um, these weird, almost chirpy sounds, and then you hear, like, a ribbit. And around the bend, you start seeing these two bright figures walking, and they're just chatting, but you can't understand what they're saying at all. They're bright. Yeah. Like, shining. Like, um, colorful. Oh, not like light emitting. No, not yeah, light emitting. How tall are the trees? 20, 30 feet. Huge. It's the woods. Yeah, that's, like, that's a really <laughs> small tree. Oh, so we what's a big tree? Tall, like 100 feet. Yeah. Feet. <laughs> not, it's not like the redwoods. Oh, uh, okay. Why? Well, I, I, are there some branches I can climb up to and hide? Sure, give me an athletics check. 18. Okay, yeah. How high do you want to go? Oh, like 15 feet. Okay. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I guess I give the gang, like, the old stop and, like, get, <laughs> get down and to the left. Fine. Yeah. You do that, you turn around, and Azhag's already gone. <laughs> I, at this point, I'm, like, grunting, and I, I strongly dislike Azhag at this point. <laughs> That's fine. You're an idiot, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you guys doing? They're, I want to they're, hide behind. they're definitely walking mm -hmm. towards you. Yeah, oh, hiding behind us. a tree. Is yeah, hiding like, behind a tree. Is there like elevated ground around them at all or anything that we can like get to? Nope, it's just like a trail in the woods and they're walking around distracted because they're talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Do we know what they are yet? No. <clears throat> what language are they speaking? <laughs> a language that you guys have never heard before. Oh, great. <laughs> I'd like to put my spear away and get my net out and like hide behind a tree. Maybe I'm gonna try and like throw this over top of them, and, like tangle them up and yeah, question them something like that. Okay, so you're hiding in a bush. As hangs up in a tree. Yola, where did you say you were going? Behind a tree too. Probably okay. on the opposite side of Finnick. Cool. So you guys are all just like off the trail in your best hiding position. Yeah. And the woods are really wet, right? The trees. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you guys are waiting, they get closer and closer and there's 
two creatures around four foot tall. How tall am I compared in comparison to them? You're like to the... five or six foot. Okay. All right. We'll say so six you're, you're definitely taller. These guys are in between <laughs> the, the goblin and man. Okay. Um, one of them's carrying or pulling a small wagon uh, with a spear in it. And the other one's carrying a spear and using it like a walking stick. And they're just like chirping and um, ribbiting. And what you see coming towards you are two almost like the poison dart frogs, but walking standing. Mm. They're wearing like loincloths. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. and they're just talking. One of them starts laughing. Like, ribbit, 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 ribbit. <laughs> and they're just walking along. And as they walk between you guys, they don't act. They can't find you. They just keep walking. Oh. Yep. Can I do like a memory check here? And like, do I know anything about these frog people? No. Wow. Okay. Do I? No, none of you guys have ever seen anything mm. like this before. Just oblivious to creatures that live in my own area. <clears throat> it's a little, a little meta game, Ooh. Noah. Um, hundreds of years ago, like the calamity happened and the planets became eviler and eviler and things that used to be totally normal, like frogs or... Uh, I think in the first story, it was a centipede? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Are mutating and becoming like evil creatures. Okay, so, so like these could have just day. have been like normal frogs, but over time have been evolving into a humanoid creature. So olden day apocalypse type. Yeah. Interesting, okay. So are we letting these guys pass us or do we want to like try and... You guys I mean, can't we... talk like that. You're, yeah. you're hiding. Oh uh, yeah, that is true. So if no one acts, they just walk by. Sweet. I'm gonna let I don't them know. Go. If, yeah, I don't know if they're dangerous. Yeah, I'm cool. We didn't go. buy. Any <laughs> Play the character. Do <laughs> that one loose with the back of the left one's neck. All right, give me a roll. Um, Remember your pluses. Sixteen. Okay, that hits. Um, eleven. All right, I need everyone give me an initiative roll. All right, Courtney, you go first. I'd like to elect to skip my turn and remain hidden. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Okay. Uh, do you want to do a hold action or anything? Uh, sure. Um, can you tell me how that works? Hold action. You just say it's like an if-then statement. So you say like, if this happens, then you do this. So it could be if they find you, then you attack. If they attack one of your your party members, then you attack. I'm gonna. Like ready to thunderclap if they come within five feet of me, because I think I'm far away enough from everyone else. I could do that to defend myself. Cool. And thunderclap is a cantrip, right? Yes. Cool. If it was a spell and you rated it, and you didn't like the the situation didn't occur, you would have burned a spell slot either way. I see. Okay. So just like a heads up later on. Okay. Okay. So what are you readying? What are you readying it up for? Oh, like if they were to find me. Okay. And, mm -hmm. Abzhag? So what was there? What was your reaction to getting nailed with an arrow? The one that you hit that was carrying the cart drops it and goes for the spear, and the other one gets the spear, and they both start looking your direction. I, uh, I use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark, the one that I already hit. Okay. Um, which... Gives me what is that? Um, I deal an extra d6 damage whenever I hit it, um, and then I have advantage on wisdom checks and stuff. Cool. Is that a spell um, or is it just a 
That's my spell. Okay. And then I'll shoot him with the bow again, the crossbow. Okay. Nat 20. Okay, crit. Um, oh, that's not very good. <laughs> Wait, what the, do I do? You get the plus. Oh, you, you... you roll your damage twice, and then you add that number. I think it's plus four or plus two. Do you double your damage or you roll it twice? Roll it twice. Okay. And then plus what? Whatever your modifier oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus you get your mark. Oh, right. Match. So roll. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. It goes right through its head and one drops. Um, <laughs> something you had noticed beforehand was that they're different colors. So you dropped the blue one and there's a green one still going. And the green one, because it was already looking out for you, sees where that came from, takes its spear and you see it just like on its back, rub it, pull it out, and then come charging at you and uh, go for the strike. I'm in a tree. 15 feet, right? Yeah. He said it was that's 4 fair. feet tall. Yeah, that's fair. Frogs. It's a frog. Yeah, it jumps <laughs> 25 feet. <laughs> it takes you down. So it gets up in the tree, grabs on by a branch, and rolls, and it's a 22. That hits. Oh, man. Okay. It's a 5, five damage plus... Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. Was that just a d20? Yeah, plus your constitution. Five. <laughs> With your bonus? Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, eight damage total, four of it being poison. Nice. Damage shower. And <laughs> that was the green one. You can't move except for climbing or jumping now. Mm. Perfect. That foreshadowing from before. Poison. <laughs> Potion. <laughs> it's like sometimes I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I should probably buy that, but nah. All right. Noah, uh, Red's turn. Um, I'm putting my net away, taking out the spear, and I'm launching it at this frog. Okay. 11 plus... Four? What my, yeah, plus... Plus four, yeah. Yeah, 15's a hit. They do your damage, which is a D6 plus four. Six. Cool. That hits him, but does not kill him. And your spear hits him, I'm, and I'm then comes my, back to I'm the a, ground. I would like to equip my dagger after that spear throw. Sure. That was six you said, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It would have been the blue one's turn, but it's dead, so now it's Zach's turn. Um, from behind my tree, I pull out another mechanical engineer looking polar bear and um set it on the ground and it starts crawling around and rolls right up to the frog up the tree uh, yes it's 18 that hits um what was my for two freezing damage okay and it speed is reduced by 10 feet uh, and then I hide behind another tree, just in case it saw that one. Okay. As heck, your turn. You are right next to him. But I can jump. You can jump or climb. But the climbing would take it athletic. <clears throat> and your jumping is whatever your normal jumping speed is. What's the jumping speed? Probably 10 feet. Which 
No, it's probably five feet because you're half the size of it. Yeah, I was like, wow. Five feet. <laughs> so I do an acrobatics to jump off the ledge and drop onto the ground. Okay. As my disengage. Sure. Twelve. Yeah, that's fine. You were going down. You weren't going up. And I'll shoot him with my bow. For a nat 20. Come on. <laughs> All right. You can roll if you want, but. Uh, I don't know. Like, what is that? It's I'm assuming it's over like 12, right? It's 17. Yeah. Yeah. He's for sure dead. So the green one comes, falls right next to you after you hit the ground. Ooh. I say, don't touch it. I think they're poisoned. I turn it on when I go a little late and I jump over to the side. <laughs> what What's your HP at, Dan? Uh, 16. Hey, Dan, give okay. me a, another constitution saving throw. Let's go, let's go. Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, it wears off. All right, cool. I'll use a, a cure wounds on myself. That's the second spell? Yeah. Then I'm done with spells. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, five. Cool. So as you guys look around, there's the two dead. Um, we're going to call them grungs because that's what the book calls them. <laughs> um, but all you guys know is that they're big frog people. Uh, the blue and green, you saw that the green had, like, wiped its weapon on itself and then struck, causing weird issues with Azhag. Um, you, like, look around, you poke at them, but all they had were, like, loincloths and this cart. They were most likely going back to get the rest of the stuff that was from the dad's site. Mm. I'd like to wipe my dagger and my spear on their backs and get some of that poison on my weapons. Okay. Which one? My spear, which is over by that no. frog. Which frog? Oh, uh, which frog? <laughs> mm, oh, uh, the one who wiped his spear on his back. Just right, so I know. So the green one. Back. Yeah, the green one. Okay, just write that down somewhere that both your dagger and spear have gr the green poison. I'll dip all my arrows in the blue because I just want to see what's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do one in both. <laughs> <laughs> just like make sure you guys are like very clear. Um, one attack, it's gonna go away. But like mark which ones. Okay. I'm gonna put three rocks in each. Is that cool? Yeah. In the frogs? Oh, okay. How do you saying. touch the rocks, the goopy yeah. rocks, without touching? Put it on one end, just Are like you, you do with And then he drops it in his bag, and we'll do a roll to see how unlucky he is when he puts <laughs> his hand in. Oh. I can go inside of the bag. I know, but you just drop six rocks in there that are poisoned. <laughs> It's like dropping uh, a Zeppelin in a sugar bag and then shaking it up. <laughs> Great analogy. Oh, I'm going to make some of them tonight. Zeppelin's like bomb.com, but yeah. Uh, so anybody else want to do anything with these frogs? Do we want to hide them for... Uh, do you want to hide these guys in case, you know, more of them come looking? I, uh, I say, yeah, go for it. And I'm still like <laughs> trying to rub whatever was on me. <laughs> Uh, I don't really want to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> I may be dumb, but I'm not that dumb. 
Uh, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Am I, like, am I wearing gloves or anything, or can I get some leaves on my hands and like makeshift gloves, to, like roll these frogs out of the way or something? Or is that just not? Are they wearing pants? <laughs> they got like loincloths on. And maybe yeah. use the loincloths. That like, is yeah. um. <laughs> what did you use earlier on the tackle box, Corny? Mage hand, but yeah, these guys are being too heavy for that. Yeah, over ten pounds. It's way over ten pounds. Maybe my net. Maybe I can, you know, like tangle them in my net and drag. If you them guys, off we'll say time. like, if you guys just take your time, you you've like find sticks in the woods and you kind of just like jimmy them <laughs> off the trail. Okay. Like a frog on the sidewalk or something uh -huh. that you can. <laughs> I got a hot Gross. day. <laughs> Would Azhag want the spear that was in the cart, or like nah, Red want his? No. Yes, okay. maybe Red. It'd be too big for me. I'm a uh, yeah. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a, another spear for the. I'm gonna take that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then I guess we make sure that we say we push the cart off to the side as well. Smart. Hide was there anything hole. in the cart? No, it was empty. Like they were going to fill it. Mm, okay. So that's it. Everything's hidden. Well, how many spears can I hold at one time? I guess is the question. We can let you hold the three. All right, then I got three spears. Nice. All right, as and they're, you guys they're, start... they're all for sure have that poison on them. Green poison, like right? That. Green poison. Cool. Um, as you guys start walking up, the woods get darker and darker because the canopy just gets thicker and thicker. And at the end of the trail, there is a small single file for a human hole that goes straight into a rock face. Uh, to the left of it, there's a giant webbed hand, uh, white like paint on the wall, marking that it's theirs. There are four little spears in the ground with different skulls from the creatures around them. And it looks very ominous. Mm. Gang Kinda, wars. Yeah, I say, ooh, spooky. <laughs> and what's, is, that, how, is it like a clearing? Like a larger area? What's that? Is, is there like a bigger cleared area around what's going on or no it's just like a big rock that's in the woods okay. and the so trail like the hole goes like in and then down okay hmm. i guess can i walk around this this mm -hmm. rock and check for yeah any suspicious things going on or a back entrance yeah no back entrance the rock is maybe 50 feet it's just kind of like a big boulder coming out of the ground Guess we're going down, boys. Yeah. We want to <laughs> keep our order from before, or do we want to switch it up? Oh yeah. I switch, it up. switch it up. No, I'm I'm good. To cool. Keep so it. it goes Red, Yola, Zach, uh, Fennec, and then Azhag, right? Yeah. Sure. And as uh, Red, well, I think Yola. Hole... I think Yola's behind Fennec. Red, Fennec, oh, yeah, Yola, right. Azhag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as you guys look in the hole, each of you kind of like peering around each other, it's just super dark all the way in. You guys, the goblins can all see fine, but Red can't see for nothing. Uh, so I do have a torch. You do me. have a torch, but that's where we're going to end that's... this session. Oh, okay. So we will be back in two weeks with the continuation of this with Noah. Um, let's do our sign-offs like professionals really quick. Whoa. Where did they go? We we started them last week and or last session. What was that two a month ago? Don't give away all the secrets, Will. I think this will have come out a month ago. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what is time? <laughs> um, all right. So our thank yous. I want to thank Zach, Courtney, Dan for being our continued players. Our guest Noah Marshall. You can find him on putitonpodcast.com and at Marshall under slash Noah. No, 
It's at Marsh, M-A-R-S-H, under slash Noah. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Noah, before we sign you off? No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun playing this first session with you. Um, good time. I also want to thank Tim Basrath for animating our logo, which you can be seen if you're listening to our podcast on YouTube. Corey Burquist for the intro music. And you can find all that info in the description. I also want to do our shout out of the week. Uh, we've been talking about different D&D and designers that are doing cool stuff with it. Uh, this week, I want to talk about hashtag D&D Armory, which can be found on dribble.com if you search D&D Armory. I don't know who started it, if it's Justin Mizell or uh, Raji, but they were doing these prompts where they would say an item and then you, everyone who wanted to participate would animate or draw them. So if you go into hashtag D&D Army, there's just a really cool collection of different illustrators and designers making D&D stuff, which I really enjoy. Um, so if you guys have spare time, go on dribble.com and then look up D&D Armory. So we'll see you all in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Whoop, whoop. Well,